What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 172. We'll talk about the kind of positive day that uh, the Indian markets saw. some of my observations related to this positive day what i think is probably going on where i the kind of direction that i think the markets are heading towards and how i trade it today so as always uh, make sure you're listening to this episode at a speed you're comfortable at and let's get started so yesterday and this morning the global markets were mildly positive and based on that nifty opened around 45 points up So and you know that was a total of 126 points during the entire day so that was the net sort of uh, movement that it had today so 126 points up which is 1.38% closing at 9313.3 so it's a relatively good positive day for nifty volumes are not too bad but then we'll come to that in the indices segment itself uh it was a net sellers day FI is selling to the tune of 1300 crores DI is selling to the tune of 860 crores I'm hoping this information is accurate uh this was a weekly expiry so we could have expected some wildish moves wildish swings uh but then these kind of moves have been happening since the past two days at least where uh, we see one or two candles pretty much uh dictating 50% of the entire day's move effectively which is what we saw today also partially speaking broad market indices all of them look positive and there's really not a lot between the small caps mid caps and the large caps this time pretty much all of those are approximately 1 to 1.5% in the green except for nifty next 50 which is 0.27% up and except for wix which is down quite a lot it's at 39 right now and i think it's the most uh, stable wix has been since feb or march or so So it's it's a pretty uh, drastic fall that Wix has seen these past few days. Sectoral indices also look relatively stronger. We are seeing the strongest one out of them all being IT. Uh, Nifty IT is up 4.43%. The next strong uh, you know strong sector is private banking which is uh, up 3.17%. And out of the weaker segments we're seeing FMCG here. HUL was down so that's possibly why FMCG is down. and uh we are also seeing pharma being flat pharma possibly one of the reasons why it's flat is because uh at least one research has said that hydroxychloroquine is not really an effective um you know treatment for coronavirus which is pretty much entirely what the hype on these pharma companies was based around and this is yesterday's news in case you're wondering so that's what we are seeing with the sectoral indices right now nothing really out of the ordinary finance and financial services doing reasonably well other indices are uh, pretty much right where they were now there's there's this piece of news where mcx has resumed their normal trading hours i'm not sure if any of you trade commodities but if you do then that impacts you and i'm assuming you already know about that if you are in that market so uh, that's what we're seeing as far as you know i like to see a few price spurts and a few volume spurts because it gives us some additional idea and some additional context on 
you know which stocks might really be uh, the true potential ones so today for the day we saw uh, you know one very uh, big name that is Hathaway it had its results today it's up 14.74 percent and I'm assuming that this is because the result was good or the result is expected to be good today I'm not quite sure if they've already announced it uh, but this makes sense you know internet companies not really uh, an industry which is going to be affected by the lockdown that much because whatever uh, loss in revenue there is from the corporate clients that's possibly still going to be there because the offices aren't going to be shot uh, and I don't think that there's any way you can put a plan on hold plus people who would not typically have internet connections at home might still continue using internet or get new subscriptions and so on possibly exhaust their fair usage policies as a result it's just extra revenue for Hathaway uh, volume spurts Hathaway once again on this list so clearly Hathaway uh, had a very good result day you know result day perception at least from the market's perspective uh, that's really all that we can speculate about as far as you know results are concerned and of course Britannia also had its results today which is another stock which really bounced very very high but then it sort of uh, you know eased eased out and it was at 1.8.75 percent up but then it very gradually uh, sort of kept on declining kept on pretty much sliding down and then uh, it, it I believe it closed very close to the open for the day so that is I'm assuming that the initial hype and the initial sentiment was that the result is going to be very good but then it, it was possibly uh, either a very as expected result or you know not as good as people would have thought so that is possibly what might have been going on with Reliance I'm look I'm trying to look at a few bulk deals here but I really can't see any new ones no new block deals either and uh, same yesterday's shorts are the only shorts that it is showing me right now uh, a lot of highs being made ruchi soya once again on this list i think it's by default that we can just consider that ruchi soya is forever going to be on this list perpetually a few gold etfs are on this list as well and the 52 week lows no very well known stocks on this list uh, i am talking about oil prices now and there's this alert which says that the data on this page was last updated quite a while ago so I think I'm gonna have to uh, check another source for that till that time I will come to uh, the FX market which is uh, which is doing good uh, the rupee has not depreciated that much uh, which is a good sign uh, but then you know it's obviously got several different uh, impacts whether you talk about an appreciation or depreciation this particular move has left a gap I think larger than we have ever seen in uh, the recent times I think the only larger gap was there on 26th March or so so uh, that's what we are seeing as far as FX is concerned and a gap this large it really becomes a bit of a trouble to say where things might be headed but we can see that there is sufficient amount of support here this is also a 76 uh, you know psychological level which sort of adds to the entire thing uh, so that's something to consider and now here I'm desperately desperately trying to find the current prices crude oil WTI it says 16.27 dollars per barrel 
so the price have gained quite a lot. This is the spot rate I'm assuming. So this p possibly was never negative. I think it was just the May futures which were negative. Uh, but this is at a reasonable price right now. Of course, it's well below what it normally is. Uh, but it's still far better than negative pricing or zero. Uh, so that's the latest on that. And as far as some upcoming results are concerned, none of them are, none, not, no, no, you know, major companies are really coming up with their results. Mine tree is there, but it's not as heavily traded as a lot of the others. ICICI Prue Life is here. And after that, we've got Ambuja Cement and Indusind Banks. And on 30th April, we've got Hindustan Unilever. So it looks like next week is going to be one hell of a week. In fact, next expiry is going to be one hell of an expiry because of HUL's result. So April expiry, it's probably the one to look out for. Combine that with uh, all of the fiscal stimulus package and economic relief talks. Uh, possibly if we see that happening next week around the expiry session, then uh, we're probably in for a treat. Uh, so that's that's my view on the entire market. Let's move to the indices. So it was a mild gap up today for Nifty, as I said, based on global cues. Uh, but there are more sort of hints to why this happened with Nifty. If we look at Nifty's April future and if we look at the volumes on that, we can clearly see that the volumes of uh, three days ago were quite severely selling volumes you know net red volumes in fact uh, i'll give you the dates as well so it's easier 17th april we can see very high selling volumes after that selling volumes steadily fell for two days and after that today uh, i think it's today no so yesterday we saw some positive volumes and based on that one could have said that today also we'll see positive volumes which is what we saw now uh, the thing that really concerns me and the thing that worries me sort of is that today's volumes are not as good as yesterday's volumes and I've been saying volume a lot in the past few seconds but then uh, I think it's an important measure but it, because it really shows us what kind of a sentiment there was in the market and while it's not really a perfectly decisive indicator at all times it really gives us a better idea of what actually happened. And because Nifty Future is, you know, the instrument that is actually traded, Nifty Spot is not traded technically, Nifty Future is traded, which is why the Nifty Future is possibly going to give us a better idea of the movements of the market. Uh, so that's my take on that. Now, intraday moves, we can see very clearly that for the most part, it was quite positive, except for around uh, FTSE Open. FTSE opened very flat, pretty much, and it was you know, shifting between plus eight, minus three, plus eight, minus three, and within that range effectively. So as a result, it sort of fell down because at this point it was already well above 2% in the green. So it fell back and uh, from there it took support at its previous uh, CIP and then it sort of went up, tried to regain those levels, uh, but then it retraced for a bit and then settled at its moving average support. So still well above its previous close, well above its low for the day and well above the support for the day, which is uh, which is a good positive sign. If we look at the daily chart, though, we can possibly see why those buyers are slightly shying away because the level where it's at right now, 9390, which is around 50 points away from the high for the day is where we have a swing high. So that swing high resistance is possibly going to be a tough one to breach. 
um, you know, what it has going for, what Nifty has going for itself is that the RSI is above 50, which basically means that the momentum is there. It's kind of already been built up to an extent and it's, you know, slightly edging towards a positive momentum. But then, you know, that resistance is very severe and we have seen CIPs pretty much exactly at this price, if not at 9390 exactly. So that is possibly going to be a tough uh, level to breach for Nifty. And that's really something we can only say uh, tomorrow based on what happens. The max that we can really do try to figure out what might happen is look at the global markets, which right now appear to be fairly positive. We can see Asia and negative Asia in general being, uh, you know, kind of negative, but also a lot of positive indices as well. SGX Nifty right now is down 32 points, 32 and a half points at 9274. Uh, European markets mostly negative. NASDAQ, uh, US markets closed positive yesterday. So we can, we'll have to see what happens over the night. And, uh, you know, after I record this episode, it's 5 uh, 58 p.m. right now. So still a bit of time for the US markets to open. Uh, let's see what happens then, because it might also give us some additional context on how the global scenario is and, you know, all of those things. India cases have gone up, but I don't think that the market is reacting that much to India's case counts at this point. I think it's already discounted the entire Corona situation quite a lot at this point, And I don't think it's really willing to go down any further. We might see, uh, you know, a reactionary move from the market if things either worsen or really, really improve as far as Corona is concerned. But if it, you know, as long as it follows its normal trajectory, it's possibly just going to be uh, where it's going to be. And uh, looking at Bank Nifty, we are going to see something fairly similar, except, uh, you know, in true typical Bank Nifty fashion, it's just slightly more different than Nifty. Uh, this time that difference is kind of less, but we can see more pronounced support and resistance levels. And you could be able to see this too. You could you could just very well load the 10 minute chart of Bank Nifty, slap some normal pivot points on it and you will figure it out. And it's really the only way of doing things in my opinion. It did not uh, attempt gap filling, which is kind of a surprise because it did have the steam. It was above RSI 60 uh, for the most part of the day. It could have attempted uh, 20,400 plus levels very well, but then possibly just did not find enough buyers at those levels, which is why we saw it stopping in its tracks and going down for a bit. So uh, that's, you know, the indices right now. Again, my view for tomorrow is not really, I'm not quite sure. I think that there is sufficient uh, room for it to make a mildly positive move tomorrow. But a lot of that is going to be dictated by the global markets and the general sentiment. VIX has been going down, which does help with things. Uh, but I feel it's just not quite at the kind of level. The market's not VIX where, you know, it's it's too sort of uh, it's too advisable to sort of predict what might happen next. So that's my take on the markets in general. Let's move to my trades. My only trade for the year was HDFC. And I picked this up right around that pivot point at uh, 16.58 or so. Basis for this trade was that it was taking very nice support in the very first candle itself. It was at support zone. The stop loss for this trade was very low. Pretty ideal if you ask me. 
uh, people might say that this was a contrarian trade because it was below its then what would become its tick average it was below a few resistance levels but then it was taking support and you know given the stop loss is not that much i pulled the trigger on it and because my quantities are not that much so it really doesn't matter even if there is a loss it's not really going to absolutely annihilate me uh, financially so i took that trade as uh, as you know i'd hoped it bounced up from the pivot point crossed its resistances with relative ease there was some amount of traffic jam as one may say uh, you know around between 10 to 11 pm uh, 10 to 11 am not pm um, you know during the day but then after that also it did pretty much broke that barrier with ease it did slow down around the r1 level so i had not sold uh, i had not exited my position at r1 because i i was kind of hoping that it at least attempts 1690 or so if not 16 if not 1700 but then it did not do that it fell quite sharply from the r1 and the position reversed i was getting around uh, 60% of what i was normally getting at r1 so i still held on to it because these rash exits are typically what become quite expensive for me so i held on to it it took support next candle itself also went quite high uh, it it pretty much recovered around 60% of its fall since r1 and i exited there because it was very evident that it was losing steam it was not making new highs it was making kind of lower lows and the next candle also opened with a gap down so i was like you know i'm i'm happy with the hum hunch i'm getting and let's get out of this position next thing you know it fell down from 1680 to 1656 so well below my uh, cost which is uh, basically means that it was a good exit on my part and uh, it's a good thing it did take support later on though but it really did not reach those levels where it was at earlier so uh, that's what we saw was that's what we saw with hdfc got a bit carried away there uh, but then this was sort of uh, you know a weird day for hdfc because typically what happens is that it'll move kind of in conjunction with nifty so we we can largely say that hey you know uh, hdfc went up it's likely that nifty also went up at this point but that is not exactly what we saw if you look at the hdfc's chart and if you look at the daily candle as well um you could see that it's it was very flat in a way and there was movement on both sides negative and positive which has resulted in a spinning top but then the kind of range that we typically see or the kind of candle that we typically see which sort of mimics nifty was not present with hdfc so uh, that is something different and the movements were also quite wild and you know if you weren't willing to sit on a loss or if you weren't willing to sit with uh, a notional loss or if you weren't willing to sit with a lower profit and you would have just rash exited the position without having patience you would have not been able to trade that well is what my observation was because uh, earlier that used to be me i used to just get too emotional about it and just exit the position if i'm even starting to lose even one bit or if i'm you know not getting as much profit as i was getting before i would just take the money uh, take whatever money i'm getting and then get out but then if you would have had that position you would have been better off this time at least so that's that's a good lesson that i learned thankfully while still making money typically these lessons can become expensive where you end up losing money but that was not the case thankfully it hasn't been the case since the past few days uh but yeah that was my trade that was my lesson 
parked the profits I earned in my typical profit stock access bank and there's apparently this one confusion my father asked me that hey you say return on investment what do you mean by return on investment 10-12% figure. so I told him that hey that's that's the trading capital that I use so he said that I know but use trading capital the term don't don't just say ROI investment to say that 10% on my trading capital so here I'm saying to uh, satisfy my father and for your the listeners is uh, you know ease of understanding it was a 10 to 12 percent return on my trading capital for that trade so that's it for this episode and i hope you found this helpful and informative see you in the next one hope your uh, expiry trading session was profitable i hope tomorrow's uh, you know closing session for the week is profitable for you as well see you in the next one